one Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Ryan Treasure. I want to give a big shout out to everybody out there for tuning into the radio show for the last four and a half years. We really appreciate uh, all of our listeners. And don't forget, you guys can find me on stereo and we can uh, have further conversations about whatever you want. Uh, Love to have those uh, public forum conversations. Uh, You can go follow me at uh, stereo.com forward slash radio Ryan one and yes this is the voice america talk radio network and you're tuning into finding a frequency and we have an awesome show for you guys today you know let me just kind of set the tone for our, our conversation uh we talk a lot about entrepreneurs business owners and you know things that they uh need to do uh for their businesses how they can run them better uh we 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 talk a lot about how some of the entrepreneurs don't have really the the best game plan as far as uh, getting some things off the ground. Uh, or if you have an existing business, uh, I think that there's some stuff that gets kind of lost in the weeds where, you know, you could save some money. Uh, one of those things is merchant processing or, you know, processing of credit card transactions, whether you have a website that does e-commerce uh, or your uh, a small vendor, you know, and you set up your booth and you have people buy your your artistic components and things that you make, your Etsy shop, all those kind of things. You guys want to keep all your money. I think that's really important. You want to keep that money in your pocket. Those processing fees, uh, a lot of times you don't really realize how much of that money that they're taking because you might charge $10 for a product but you might only get $9.53. Over time, that cost adds up, and we're gonna talk about that today uh, with our guest. Her name is Cindy Masters. She's the CEO of On Fire Processing. This company helps businesses save money on their merchant services accounts, and they have this great motto, no burn, just earn. Cindy grew up in Southern California, graduated from the University of Phoenix. Yay, I love that place, uh, with an accounting degree. She's owned a successful insurance agency for 25 years, sold the business in 07 for a quarter million dollars, and she's an entrepreneur at heart and has built many companies from the ground floor. Cindy, welcome to Finding Your Frequency. Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. You know, I'm known as the On Fire Girl, not only for my red hair, but just the name of my business, On Fire Processing. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I love the name of the the company and I think, you know, the branding is very well done. I was checking out the site earlier today uh, and it's definitely well done. And it's great to have you on, especially now with, you know, all the different things that are happening in the world with the pandemic and I think it's really important that we get information out there uh, to 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 folks so they understand how they can make the most of their business and keep the money that they make in their pocket. But at the same time, you have this incredible story of getting to where you are. And that's part of what finding your frequency is and what our DNA is about finding out how people found their frequency in life and in business and why they decided to do what they do or how did they get where they they are all of the stories are always so unique. And one of the things that I always hear from entrepreneurs is that they had to fail several times before they actually made a successful venture. Uh, and that seems to kind of be the case with a lot of different folks that we speak with. And I know that you had some uh, um, interesting things happen in your life. So why don't we kind of set the tone about this conversation behind merchant services, but uh, have the have have you kind of tell your story about how you found your frequency in life and in business uh, and, and how you, you know, almost lost everything uh, and you were able to still build back to where you are. Uh, Cindy, how did you find your frequency? The way I found my frequency, Ryan, is just really, you know, loving myself and seeing it. 
I really lost it all. And the purpose of sharing my story is that you can lose it all, but you can just get back up and keep going. You know, my first husband, he died of cancer when I was 23 years old. And I saw this healthy man, 6'2", 200 pounds, waste away to nothing at a very young age. And I just, it, it really hurt me. But I kept going. And then in 2006, my mom, she was not very healthy. And she decided to stop all of her med medication and dialysis. And the fluids filled up in her body. And she passed away. Three years later, my dad had colon cancer. And he passed away. Three years later, I'm helping my brother move from one location to another location, and he decides to commit suicide with having $30,000 cash on hand. Oh my I will goodness. never, ever understand that. Then three years later, which is in 2015, I lose my son to a tragic motorcycle accident. Him and his girlfriend both passed away that night. And I was like, what what next can happen to me oh, i've just lost everybody so important to me and then when covid came around last year i'm going through a divorce and then living in the same house dealing with going through the divorce so i just want to let people know it doesn't matter how many times you're knocked down how many times that you don't know what to do you can get back up and you can keep moving forward and you can live your best life what i've learned i call it the whirlwind the whirlwind can go downward you can stay in this um self like i don't want to call it pity but just being depressed whirlwind downward but i really want to encourage people you know what, flip that whirlwind upward and let it go up higher and higher and higher and live your best life. Keep moving forward, don't stop and just keep pressing because you can do it. What I've actually learned is that you have to love yourself and you have to go inward first before you can be a help to anybody else. Amen to that that's 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 so so spot on and something that i've always you know had the conversations with my daughter and my wife and you really can't take care of anybody else or move forward in life unless you're taking care of yourself you know if you're a parent you know you always put your children first but you have to put yourself first or you're not going to be able to take care of the kids uh you know, so that's definitely hits home with me and something that, you know, people should be striving and working on all the time. And, you know, I, I can't help but think of the song from Frozen where it says, uh, you know, uh, get back up again or you know, maybe it's trolls or something. I don't know. My daughter sings it all the time. But, um, you know, when <laughs> exactly. she when she fails or she falls on her bike or, you know, something like that happens, I always just sing that little song and go, just get back up again. Right. And she smiles and laughs and we move on. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully, though, that something like that's going to stick with her for the rest of her life. You know, she she has a, 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 a an issue in college or high school or something like that. You know, she, I'm just hoping that she just hears dad in her head saying, get back up again. You know, exactly. Uh, it's like that whirlwind and let it just create some joy, some happiness and yeah. peace, some excitement to live again, because you know what? We're here for a reason and we want to live our life to the fullest. Yeah, we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. So we got to, you know, do what we want to do today or uh, make those things happen. I mean, uh, I haven't haven't dealt with as much loss as you have. Your story is incredible. And, you know, I I, I, I give you the utmost condolences on uh, you know, dealing with all of those. And, you know, I, I had a father who passed away from cancer when I was 15. Uh, and I, and I'd had a downward tailspin, you know, for, for several years. Uh, and then finally I said, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. Um, I, on it, I got out of regular high school. I went into a, uh, charter school so I could hurry up and graduate faster. Uh, and then I left to go to the Navy when I was 17 years old because I couldn't stay where and do keep doing what I was doing. I needed a whole new change of scenery. Uh, and, you know, that really helped me get some more structure in my life. Obviously, it was the military. Uh, 
but you know, those, those kind of things are important and having the motivation to move forward and always keep uh, striving to make yourself a better person. That's why I do karate, right? Karate keeps, karate keeps me, me. Uh, and strong, right? It, well, it, well, it keeps my mind focused on myself. It, it reminds me, you know, and I'm not, I'm not perfect. I miss workouts here and there and I miss practicing here and there. You know, I'm, I'm a human being. I have a father, I have a job, I have family. So, you know, stuff gets in the way sometimes, but I'm always at least striving to go, okay, hey, I didn't practice today. I need to make sure I practice tomorrow or I didn't do this. Let's do this tomorrow. You know, but it keeps it keeps me thinking about myself and my health and my mental awareness up front all the time. So that way, um, you know, I don't I don't overwork. You know, you people have a tendency all the time, especially now when people are working from home, right? You have no commute. So it's like you wake up, you take your shower, you're all ready to go. Normally you leave the house at seven o'clock, but you don't have to commute anywhere. So you're like on the computer already at seven o'clock and, you know, half hour, 45 minutes before you normally would have if you were commuting. And, you know, now I'm seeing people put in more time, you know, and so they're, they're getting like, they're getting their, their, you know, home life balance kind of crossed up a little bit. And, uh, uh, and when you get that home life crossed up like that and, and, and your, your, your work home life balance isn't the way that it needs to be, um, there's a lot of stuff that suffers. Uh, and so being able to manage that, I think, is really important for one's health. Yeah, and what I've really health. learned for myself is that, you know, you have to be patient with yourself and, you know, set those boundaries on what you want to achieve and, and keep a little separation in that and then value the small gains that you make every day and the most important thing when you're going through losses is really to heal from within. You have to heal on the inside, so then you can be able to be a helpful value, to be able to encourage other people. It's like, go through the grieving process, heal it, yeah, and then move forward. Yeah, all kinds, all of those losses, all of those things that people deal with in life, they, they, they stir up emotions uh like like crazy you know my father's I'm, I'm 40 so my father's been dead since i was 15 years old it's been a really long time and uh uh i my wife last christmas uh surprised me with something that just made my emotions that i haven't felt in so long just like explode because uh my father will never get to know his granddaughter uh right because he passed away and yeah. so i have a seven-year-old daughter last year she um had an artist do a rendering of a picture that my mother and my father were in together um and then he yeah. drew a picture and then put my daughter in the middle of it and i opened that for christmas and i was overwhelmed with so many different you know thoughts and feelings and remembering of him and you know it was the best gift i think my wife has ever given me and you know, but it, wow. one of the things that was awesome about it is, you know, a lot of times those will trigger emotions in people and they'll kind of slump backwards. And um, mm -hmm. I was just really proud of myself because it, it, it made me feel joyful to see that, but it didn't make me feel the same type of grief and loss that I felt when I was 15 when when that happened you know what I mean it was more yeah. of a I remember I was remembering good times you know uh, my dad used to take me fishing all the time and I remember <laughs> we were uh, we were out fishing we were we were, and I grew up we didn't have a lot of money and we were out at the lake and the car broke down on our way home and this was in the middle you know like early 80s uh, and the car broke down and we had no other choice but to walk. Like it wasn't like, you know, you had a cell phone, you could pick up the phone and call somebody. And we ended up walking like 15 miles or something like that till we could get to the bus stop <laughs> so you could get home. But it's those, it's those kind of things that those memories that that brought back for me and not the negative ones of dealing with him passing. And, you know, it was, it was really cool. But I guess the, the point behind my rambling here <laughs> is that, you know, there, there, those things always deal with emotions and how you, how you deal with those emotions are or what sets you up for uh, success or for failure. You know, there's there's the idea of uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, right? Like something really bad happens to you and now you have PTSD. Um, th there's there's an opposite of that as well, right? Like you have the, the whirl the whirl up, right? Uh, post-traumatic post action, post-traumatic, you know, activity, post-traumatic forward movement, right? Uh, and I think that's that's the mindset that people need to have uh, you know, in business and in life and always, you know, uh, I'd say pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep on walking. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, when I lost my son, 
that was the most detrimental thing you can ever go through. When you lose a child, it's it's not the same as losing a mother or father or brother or sister. A child is someone that wants to surpass you, but yet you lose them. I've known a lot of people that have never really been able to get over losing that child. They're, they're so remorse inside that they don't know how to handle it. And so for me and how I've been able to get through that it's just like you were mentioning the memories, the beautiful gifts that your wife gave you for Christmas. That is like amazing. That is like so touching. And just how they brought those good memories. So that's whenever, what I do. The first year when I lost my son, it was like, I was not normal. But after that is when I then started to learn to be able to, I put only positive memories of my son. A negative would come in, I'd immediately push that out and just put in that positive, put in that positive, put in that positive. And I just think he's up in heaven right now, looking down, saying, Mom, go for it, go for it. Live your best life, Mom. I'm here with you. I'm cheering you on. Keep going forward. Because it's an amazing story, even with my son. I'm just going to share you just regarding my son's little story. You know, I raised him Christian, and we got in his teenage years. He went that away. He went like, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to believe in God? God's not even real. You know, he had to have no experience with God yet. So he went on his way in his teenage years and so on. And then um, two days before the accident, he wanted to propose to his girlfriend. And so he went to the mother of his girlfriend to share what he wanted to do and what his intentions were. And she said, well, we're Christian and we want our daughter to marry a Christian man. He goes, where do you stand with God? So he says, well, I'm angry at God. I'm mad at God. He was mad because he lost his grandmother, his grandfather, and then his, his um, uncle. And so he's just, God's not real. He's not there. And she said, have you ever tried him? Have you ever really surrendered to him? So she ministered to him for about two hours. At the end of it, she asked him, would you like to accept Jesus Christ in your heart? And guess what he said? Yes. He said yes two days before that accident and it was amazing because after the accident I felt his presence and when I was in the hospital that night seeing him there the continence on his face the smile I said my son is in heaven my son is in heaven and it was just that joy it gave me and the understanding two days later when she told us the story I was like I felt it in my spirit and I was just so happy and so thankful and just every positive memory that I can think of has allowed me to continue to go forward each and every day. That definitely deserves some applause because well, well, well said. And it's that drive that you have that led you to where you are now. I mean, you, you went through all of these different trials, tribulations, all of the loss, uh, all of those different things, but still you were able to find a way to move forward, find a way to, uh, our promo says this very thing. You were, you were able to summon the intestinal fortitude to get out there, you know, and go do something. Yeah. And you did that. And now here you are, you're the, you know, CEO of a business on fire, uh, processing, which helps other businesses save money. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's it. That's awesome. You know, I think that's very important. And and you know, let's 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 kind of get into the the nuts and bolts of that just a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> you know, there's I don't know probably 150 different merchant processors that are out there. You know, all your major banks and stuff like Wells Fargo and uh, you know Chase and all all that. They all have uh, processing services. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the processing industry for credit cards and kind of, uh, you know, the differences between like, let's say PayPal and Stripe or, you know, some of those different things. Um, because I think, I think business owners out there have a lot of challenges because they, they, they don't really know which way to go. Um, maybe don't understand the technology, maybe don't understand, uh, you know, how that stuff works. And so let's talk about processing in general and, you know, kind of what's the state of the industry uh, and those types of things. Exactly. Yes. A lot of people, they don't know, they usually will go with what a friend recommends, 
to them or they're just searching the internet or they're just trying to figure out what's going to work best for them and they don't realize that um, PayPal, Stripe and Square, they're known as payment aggregators and that what that means is they're a payment service provider. They're not a true merchant account and what they do is they're, you actually are a sub merchant of their merchant services. So that's why you pay that flat rate fee which you know PayPal and Stripe are 2.9 and then 30 cents per transaction and Square is like 2.65 or 2.60 with a 10 cents transaction. And so what they don't understand is that's a flat fee and you don't need to pay that flat fee. Depending on how much you process a month, if it's like either 1500 or 3000 a month, anywhere in that range, if you are processing over that amount, you are paying too much money for your merchant services and you really need to take a look at it. The other thing with uh, being a sub merchant from these companies, they can freeze your money. They can freeze your account at any time, especially if you say you're selling certain products and then you add another product line and if you don't advise them about it or share with them what you're doing, they can just freeze your account and then, it that's could take crazy. Even longer for you to get your money back. That's crazy bank. that somebody can just be like, you know, oh yeah, no, you didn't let us know, so we're holding your money hostage. I just did some quick math too, Cindy. So let's mm -hmm. say in a business, you know, let's say you process a hundred thousand bucks, right? Um, mm -hmm. Just with the percentage, not even the flat fee, uh, that's three thousand dollars a year, right? That you're that you're paying just in that higher percentage. Um, I don't know the amount and total number of transactions, so it would be difficult to calculate, you know, that 30 cents per transaction that happens. I guess it depends on how many transactions, but if your hundred thousand dollars goes through, you know, a whole bunch of $10 transactions versus a whole bunch of $5,000 transactions, you're really getting, you're really getting it because yes. you're getting that percentage plus that 30 cents. Um, and I, in my mind, as a, as a, as somebody who, who operates and, and, and helps to operate voice America. And I've been here for 17 years. I would look at this and go, well, sh holy crap, that $3,000 that is, uh, let's say, uh, maybe, maybe a raise for an employee who's been kicking butt. Uh, maybe that's a, uh, an addition to my marketing budget where I can drive more, uh, you know, traffic to my e-commerce website to try to get more conversions. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, a, that a business owner could do with that extra 3000 bucks. Exactly. And that's what a lot of business owners, they feel comfortable or they say, no, it's okay. I don't want to change because some processors have hidden fees. And they, they might have switched one or two times and they've gotten the same thing happen again. And that's what's, you know, a problem with the industry. They'll get you in one way, but then they put all these hidden fees in there. And we have to be very careful with that. So that's why I'm out there helping, helping businesses be aware of what's available to them and how they really can save money and keep that profit in their business, keep their bottom line, you know, in the black. So let me ask you a question. This is just kind of because I'm, I look at the current state of things as it relates to, you know, the, the, the culture here in the United States, right? Do you have, I'll, I'll give you an example, Arizona, uh, Arizona just legalized, uh, recreational marijuana. Okay. Uh, and I know that some of those places like Stripe and, and, and some of those other places, like they go by the, oh, well, it's federally illegal. So we can't, you know, allow you to process any of your credit card transactions or anything like that through, uh, certain processors. And so, you know, you end up with a, a huge issue with, uh, what is a legal entity in that state. Um, do you guys have restrictions on those types of things? Like if I owned a cannabis shop, could what I be able to use on fire processing? Yes, because that's considered a high risk processing industry. And we have um, processors that actually do the high risk industry. So we have that. There's no problem with that. It, in a lot of different, um, the type of high risk industries could be the CBD, could be um, credit card repairs, sometimes dietary supplements, e-cigarettes, vapes, mm -hmm. those kind of stores, 
those are considered high risk stores, high risk business types. And we have a processor that takes care of them at a reasonable rate. They don't have to pay that high rate that so, most people think because they're high risk, they're going to be stuck paying at those much higher rates, four or five, 6%, even more. But no, we have companies that will take care of that for them. So let's say, um, you know, you're talking about 3% and 30 cents per transaction. Is your high risk business type even lower than that? It depends on the volume that they do and the number of transactions. That's why I do a comparison. Right. So we get it at different rates and it depends on what type of high risk account they have. And if they're already using a processor or not, or are they new to the industry? There's factors in there that have to be, um, get approved through the risk assignment and stuff like that, but we work with them. Hey guys, I want to pause the show for just a second because I want to talk about this really cool app called Stereo. I've been using it for a little while now and man, it's pretty cool. It's a live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. The app allows podcast creators to build an intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging them in direct conversations. Listeners can literally record a question, send it in while we're doing the live directly to us and we can answer those questions and engage in real time. It's really cool. I've been using the app for a couple of weeks now. I've done a couple of variants on it with some random people and I've met people. I've already got some followers. So it is a really cool application and there's so much diverse content on there. You'll always find something to listen to. Finding Your Frequency is excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact. Join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time for a live show on the Stereo app. You can download the free Stereo app and select Finding Your Frequency. We're verified right there on Stereo so you can connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on Stereo at the end of today's episode. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan 1. Again, www.stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan 1. Once you get in there, make sure you start following me. You'll start to check it out. And again, we got the shows that we're going to be doing every Friday at 2 o'clock Pacific time on the Stereo app. So, but like a company like, like, you know, Voice America, we're, we're a small business. Um, you know, we have about 25 employees, so we're considered as in all intents and purposes, a small business. Um, even though we have huge reach with the Voice America talk radio network, and we've been doing this online for almost 22 years. So we have a huge tenure of credit card processing. We've been doing it for a long time and we have a pretty decent volume. Um, so a company like that could really do an assessment of, okay, well, what are we paying now versus what you guys have and see what the savings would be, right? That's kind of how you would start out the process of making a decision on uh, which type of processing to use. Yes, exactly. Because a lot of companies, um, they don't even know how to read their statements. They, it's just foreign. They see it. They see all these charges on there. They don't even know what it's for and why it's there. So doing a little analysis to explain and show you a side-by-side -side comparison to show you this is an area where you're spending too much money. This is an area where I can save you money and show you that comparison so you can say, okay, I want to go with on-fire processing because I get to save money. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, we're, this isn't an infomercial either guys for on fire processing. You know, this is just, you know, straight up business logic when you're talking about, uh, you know, trying to keep most of the money, all of the money that you have. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, high end businesses and fortune 500 companies, they have like people on staff that their only job is to make sure that they pay as little taxes as possible, <laughs> right? The company want to keep their money. They want to exactly. give the shareholders their money. The CEO wants his bonuses, you know, all those kind of things. And if you have a business that's running like, you know, millions and millions of dollars in, in, in processing, uh, I mean, think about the, the savings possibilities there. If you have a processor that uh, gives you proper rates and, you know, I probably get better rates the more that you process. So <laughs> exactly. And even now people don't know that the, the cash discount program where you can keep 100% of what you swipe is available to all businesses. You know, sometimes corporations now you call in to make a payment and they charge you five dollars they charge you seven dollars and 95 cents yeah that's Just ridiculous call in and make a payment well they're putting that cost on the customer so small businesses and in businesses don't know that there's the cash discount program out there available that they can also 
put that cost onto the customer that wants to use the credit card. They could put a, we have a flat rate that we can put into the machine. So you run a hundred dollars, then that rate is what's charged to the customer. For example, if you say 3%, um, you run a hundred dollars, the machine is going to charge 103. $100 goes straight into your bank account because that's how much you charge for your service. The 3% goes to the processing company. So that's available that a lot of uh, merchants don't know, customers out there don't know that that's available to them just how, like the corporation how is that how is that how is that possible though like if you if you, if you only have a hundred how do you turn a hundred dollars into a hundred and three dollars that's what i don't understand <laughs> it's programmed into the machine that processes it that when the card is swiped you have a most customers will put a sign in their business saying we charge a three percent convenience fee to charge credit cards so when you swipe the credit card or you key in the credit card it will automatically add that 3%. It's programmed that way. So whatever your cost of goods are that you're selling to the customer, if it's $100 or like that, so that's the, what you program in there, the machine will actually charge 3%. The customer, so it, pu it pulls the $103 from the customer's account. Correct, that is correct. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And a lot of businesses are changing over to that because they've absorbed this cost for so many years being in business i remember when i was in the insurance business um you know 20 years ago when before everything was on the internet where you had to make payments inside an insurance office come in and make your payment or pay with credit card or over the phone we had to process our um credit cards over the phone with a customer and every time they started a down payment 500 dollars down payment it was like oh, I got to pay all those fees that comes out of my commissions. We absorbed that cost for so long as a business. And now you don't need to do that. You can switch over to the cash discount. So what, I have what a if, lot of customers. What if you're, that, what if you're a company that doesn't want to pass that on to their customers? What if you're a company that wants to, you know, <clears throat> you know, keep the price integrity of what you've already been having for so long the same and not pass that on to the customer? What advantages are there in processing for somebody like that? Because I'm sure there are some companies who say, hey, you know, I, I don't really want to pass that on to my customer. Um, I, you know, if I charge, you know, a thousand bucks, then I don't want I want them to pay a thousand bucks. Um, have you ran into that before too? That scenario where a business oh, yeah. owner says that he doesn't want to pass it on or she doesn't want to pass it on to somebody? Of course. Those Sometimes restaurants don't really want to do that either because they're already, they increase their prices of cost when the amount for the food. They're increasing their food cost, what they're going to pay up front to be able to offset the cost for the charging to the customers. They don't want to charge that customer additionally that way. So what they do, there's other programs. But I'm just saying they do. There's options, and see, companies don't know that they have options. They can do the cash discount. They can do the interchange plus program. So it's the different options. And if you do the interchange plus program, then there's different um, categories where your your basis points on what can be charged. So we work with that. So straight up, if I'm a business and I'm using my Stripe account and I'm selling tutus out of a you know pop up at the fair. Uh, and I'm and I'm using my Stripe account. Uh, you could save that person money, right? Yes, that's awesome. Definitely. The reason I think about that, Cindy, not because I'm <clears throat> uh, just you know wanting to ask if you can beat those prices, but um, you know I was telling you like I go to, I go to the farmers market all the time, you know, and we buy you know, try to buy local. There's a farmers market that has all kinds of vegetables and fruits and all those fun things to eat and they make pie. And so we like to go there and like to buy those things and then there's vendors that are out there that sell uh, really cool things and t-shirts and stuff like that. And so we'll, you know, go and, and buy and almost all of them are using one of those three processing services and I, I'm always like, why do you use that? There's other options. And, you know, they tell me it's the convenience. Uh, I also think, too, that part of the challenge with that is, is, you know, you have these large companies with Stripe and PayPal and all that stuff with huge marketing budgets behind them. You know what I mean? And and so they're able to get in front of more people. And that makes it seem like that it's a good thing and it's convenient and all that kind of stuff. But uh, really what they're doing is uh, robbing you. <laughs> yes. In actuality, yes, you're exactly right about that, Ryan. And see, we even have machines that are um, wireless 
that do the same purpose. You can have it out there. It can be hooked to your phone's um, Wi-Fi to be able to process transactions while you're out at street fairs and stuff like that. So the POS systems, we have them available for customers. It's just knowing your options, knowing that you can save money, just that awareness of being able, like you said, big companies, they have a big marketing where they're being able to out there in front of people's face. And so they go with them, but they do have options where they can save money. And that's what my goal is to be able to make that awareness that you don't have to pay those higher fees. You can get a lower rate and you can save some money. 110% Cindy. That is, that's great. Absolutely. You know, this has been a great conversation with you today. Um, talking about the processing and, and some of the different components of that. Um, so where do, where do you guys go next with, uh, with, with the business? Um, you know, one of the things I had asked you kind of pre-show was, uh, you know, the, the ability to, uh, transfer bitcoins or work in other cryptocurrencies. Uh, cause I know there's a lot of stuff that are kind of moving that way. You know, there's a huge argument obviously about cryptocurrencies volatility and which cryptocurrency will pan out to be the cryptocurrency that everyone uses and you know obviously right now bitcoin is the king of cryptocurrency um and i'm starting to see uh like visa and mastercards that are coming out that you can connect to your bitcoin uh wallet so that way you're actually spending bitcoin when you run your card um or you know people are in businesses are having uh, you know, uh, Bitcoin wallets where you can transfer Bitcoins for the cost of goods and services. Um, what are, what is your take on, on some of that newer technology with cryptocurrency? Uh, and, and, and what's your guys' plan for, for that in the future? Well, like you said, the world is changing, Ryan, and cryptocurrency is now becoming usable to purchase products. And as we know, PayPal just added cryptocurrency, the Bitcoin to receive that way. And that's kind of like the first company that's starting this. So the trend is, is when it becomes more readily available as companies start to be able to allow to receive cryptocurrency, it's gonna be, it's gonna change the industry. Um, it's gonna make it, every company is gonna be able to accept crypto and, and crypto in general, is going to change the world on how we receive, you know, and buy goods and all different types of crypto are going to be starting to increase and the value if you look at Ethereum and just other cryptos that are out there. So companies will be changing just like the times you've got to stay up on your business. You've got to be able to move with the times just like small businesses right now. If you just have a brick and mortar and you're not web-based, you don't have an online store, or you don't have ability to be able to get customers, your face out there, you're going to be losing customers. You're going to, the business is going to like lose. So you have to reinvent yourself. You have to move just all I call the restaurants. You know how they've got outside services now yeah. where you have to sit outside. It's just, we have to reinvent ourselves. Our things are changing. Time is changing right now. So it's important. I have businesses right now that they don't even have a credit card. They only receive cash. And I'm like, you can't do that. You have to have a credit card machine because cash, we're going to a cashless society. We're going to cryptocurrency. Things are changing. You need to have the ability to accept payments yep. in different ways. So I help many customers in a lot of different things. And the best thing is I like our personal touch. You know, the best thing about my company, it's easy to get started. It's easy to have an evaluation done for you to be able to show you this is where you're spending too much money. Let me help you save money and be able to show you what is the best way for you to process with your credit cards. We even do e-commerce businesses. Yeah, e-commerce is important. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are making money with uh, you know, products on their website that they don't have to house in a warehouse. They don't have to do anything. They're basically just a middleman on the website. They're working on marketing traffic to the site for conversions and, uh, you know, the credit card processing through those 
those those e marketplaces is super important, uh, and that's that's actually a really good way for somebody to make passive income. Uh, you know, that's something that I've I've noticed people are jumping into. So you know, having having the you know <laughs> lowest costs on processing those orders and such is probably super important too. And then also being able to uh, you know maybe even you know, with some good technology, uh, put the money that's mine in my bank account and put the money in the bank account that's needed for, uh, you know, the affiliate that I'm working with. Right. Yes, exactly. Brian. Yep. Yeah. And I, 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 I can't echo your comments more about, you know, being online and being out there. Uh, you know, that's why I absolutely love what we do here at voice America. You know, we're able to, talk about all these important topics. Everything's web-based. You can access it from your mobile phone. You can access it from a computer, a tablet, a, you know, whatever kind of connected device that you have. Um, and you know, that's where, that's where people are living nowadays. You know, I, I, I was reading a study that came out from Spotify, uh, about millennials and Gen Z, right. Uh, and, mm-hmm. They said that pre-pandemic, they weren't watching as much online video content, um, and most of the video content they're watching now is on their phone, and they're spending, you know, forty to sixty percent more time consuming video content online, um, and then also, you know, podcasts and those types of mediums that are audio-based. Uh, that's the most portable medium that you can find. Uh, you can't watch YouTube videos and other things while you are cleaning your house and doing dishes, but you can sure listen to a podcast and being in that space and being able to provide thought leadership in you know, your area of expertise with your podcast or your radio show and not necessarily thinking that your ROI needs to come from uh you know, you getting sponsors and advertisers. No, the idea is you're leveraging it to set yourself apart as a leader in your industry. Right. And, and, you know, that type of digital experience and content based marketing, um, you know, are things that a lot of people have needed to pivot to, uh, since, you know, a year ago and making sure that they're on and, uh, on, on the digital space. So I, I echo that so much. I mean, I know, you know, Frank Hellring who does business buzz business watch here on voice America, uh, is all about the small business and all about everybody going online. You know, we should be having webinars with chambers of commerce all over the place and connecting people from, uh, one place to another, that this, this new kind of society with our technology allows us to truly have, um, a thriving global economy, you know, and I, and, and that really excites me for the future, especially when you combine that with things like cryptocurrency and the ease of access of, uh, paying for goods, products, and services all across the world. Um, and then the deflation of the dollar, um, you know, that's a big thing. We got about to have like a $1.9 trillion doohickey rollout. You know, the day that that rolls out, my hundred thousand dollar buying power now goes down to $60,000. But if I have, if I put that money in Bitcoin, I have the potential of being able to outdo inflation, right? So there's all kinds of new things that are on the horizon that are just extremely interesting when it comes to payments and payments processing. Oh yes, because you know what? We got to diversify ourselves. We got to have a little bit of everything, you know, with cryptocurrency, I highly recommend to get into cryptocurrency, to be able to buy some, to, to know at least you have the certain ones that are the most popular. And then you know, even with the Chamber of Commerces, you know what, they're banding together, you know, collaborating together to help small businesses together, because we got to do this together. If we don't work together, small businesses are just going to be put to the wayside. And it's, it's time that we band together with small businesses, medium businesses to be able to, you know, help one another to support one another. And so that's my goal. My passion is to help businesses to really just, you know, strive to be able to cut their bottom line, to save as much money as possible, to just, you know, let them know that they have these options out there and and who you know can connect you to somebody else to be able to help you in this industry. And so as we collaborate and grow together, that just makes a change. So I'm happy to support small businesses and to, you know, like you said, you go shop at your local farmer's market that's supporting small businesses and we need to help one another now with the time we're living in amen to that you know it's it's interesting uh that you know people get tested right 
as human beings all throughout our life, it's like a constant barrage of uh, tests. I tell my daughter all the time that your entire life is just a series of choices that you make. You're constantly making choices, <laughs> right? You get things thrown at you. You make choices about those things. You know, so it's important that you make those good choices. And and uh, with the world changing the way that it is, it's like we have to band together, uh, small businesses to support each other, uh, to to have each other's back. Uh, you know, that's that that's why what you do is really important because you can help a lot of small businesses save money. Um, you know, and I implore you guys go go check out their website and see what they got going on uh, over at On Fire, and uh, you can go see their website at onfireprocessing.com. They have you know all their stuffs laid out right there. There's nothing to hide, um, and so I, I would go say check that out so you guys can start saving some money on your processing. I think that's uh, an important thing to do. And yes, if you don't have any crypto, go get some crypto. Uh, today's probably a good day to buy crypto. By the way. I was just looking at my. Is it? I haven't looked at the markets yet. Are they down? <laughs> yeah, sixty-seven percent of trading activity is all buy. Wow. Yes, I encourage you come, go to my website at the www.onfireprocessing.com, and if you have any questions, you know my phone number is eight three three new on fire, and that's eight three three eight six six three four seven three. You know I'm. I love just, you know, giving options to businesses and just, you know, telling them that why not save money? Why not you? Why not your business? Why not help one another? Let's just um, make a change and make a difference. You know, and it's not so much the money. It's about who you collaborate and work with. Yeah. You know, the personal touch that I love giving my customers. It's friendly. It's easy. We have great customer service. You have questions, you get answers, you get to talk to a live person. And I just love the way I help my customers. Well, I think that's just a great mantra for regular business in general. You have so many of these large companies that are automating a lot of customer service where there's less human touch, you know, chat bots and all that kind of stuff on the website that answer pre, you know, determined questions, which I think are kind of helpful, but isn't that what an FAQ page is? You know, like yeah. I have to, I have to, right I have to answer, chat right? with a bot. Trying. I don't want to chat with a bot. I just want to go read the FAQs. And then if I have to reach out to you, what's your phone number? Let me talk to a human being. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and sometimes it's so frustrating. You can't even get to human beings. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. We take the same approach here at Voice America. Very high touch. You know, uh, we're like the, we're like the Porsche dealership, right? When you come in, we're you know right there trying to help you out make sure you have everything that you need uh you know we love working with companies just like you to help get your guys's word out too and you know it's great for you to be on the radio show today we appreciate you taking time to you know kind of run through that um and and talk about the different processing things that are happening and of course you know some of the changes we're seeing with uh, uh the crypto markets and all that kind of stuff is kind of going crazy um so yeah. definitely keep an eye on that cindy masters thank you so much for being on the show today Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Don't forget, we're live every week, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on voiceamerica.com. Click on the variety button and you can go listen to this us there uh, on demand podcast we're always on that as well you can listen on any device anytime whether you like spotify or apple podcasts or google podcasts or whatever your favorite podcatcher is we're on there please make sure to give us a nice like and share uh, with your friends and of course we're always looking for uh, you know show ideas and things like that so make sure you send us uh, information at info at voiceamerica.com where we'd love to get some input from you on uh, on the Finding Your Frequency radio show. Uh, and of course, uh, make sure you tune in to our YouTube channel at Voice America, youtube.com forward slash Voice America, as uh, we do some roundtable discussions there and some different fireside chats uh, about digital media and things that small businesses can do to get online uh, and get their self recognized. So make sure you join us for that. We do those on Fridays. Uh, so be on the lookout. The times vary.
vary on the Fridays depending on everybody's schedule, but uh, definitely check those out. And of course, follow me, stereo.com forward slash radio Ryan. One, I want you guys to go find me on there. Cindy, go on there and sign up and become my friend on stereo.com so we can have cool discussions about these things uh, on another medium and and really uh, dig into some of the things and we can answer questions on that uh, platform as well. So I implore you also, Cindy, to go follow me. Uh, just go on your on your cell phone, go to stereo.com forward slash radio Ryan one, download the mobile app, fill out the stuff, make an avatar, follow me. That'll be, that'll be awesome. It's really fun, uh, engaging, get to answer some questions and all kinds of different stuff, uh, on, on the application. And it's like, you know, talk radio with questions. So I definitely love it. Make sure you guys check us out there. Cindy, again, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Ryan. I show sure enjoyed this time together and you have a blessed day. Oh, you too. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Finding Your Frequency. Make sure you stay tuned every week right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm your host, Ryan Treasure. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? So glad you tuned into the show today. What a great show it is. Like I said earlier in the show, at the end, I was going to give you some more information on our live stereo session on the stereo app. Stereo app users can engage with the platform to listen in, seek out topics, and join conversations about issues and ideas that interest them. There is no lack of content on that application. You can flip through many conversations, ask questions, join ones, make your own, wide-ranging topics on stereo. Comedy, pop culture, lifestyle, sports, business, technology. The app can be downloaded for free by Apple and Android users. Once users download the app, they'll be able to create an avatar and a profile. (laughs) I had so much fun making my avatar. It was super cool. Users can submit the audio messages to hosts of conversations to join those conversations in real time. Finding Your Frequency will have a live audience interactive episode on Stereo. We're going to be doing this every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on the Stereo app. Again, Finding Your Frequency is going to be having a live audience interactive episode every week, Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to do question and answers. We're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about marketing. We're going to talk about how people found their frequency in life and in business and why they decided to do what they do and take questions from people that are listening to the show and allow you guys to engage with us. And I really hope to see you on Stereo. Again, Stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan 1 live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So again, come to Stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan 1. Once you get in there, follow me and make sure you guys tune into the show. Thanks for listening.